How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Holiday Show for Wednesday, December the 29th. Hello, my friends. Hope you're well. Hope you're having a great uh, break, if you're on break. And uh, hey, we're continuing with our listener Q&A this week. Let's hear from Delia. Hey, Adrian. This is Delia from Buenos Aires, Argentina. Thank you for your show. I've been listening every morning, and I'm enjoying it very much. My question for you is, um, what's up with stealth games? Why there are no... Yeah, you know, I, I keep playing the same fun missions for Thief <laughs> um, because there's nothing new. Well, there's Filcher. I haven't tried that yet, but I'm going to. Um, is is people? Is it that people don't like stealth games? And if so, why is that? Why do you think that is? You are the expert. Thank you. Okay, thank you for calling in. And yeah, I mean, I thought this was just a tremendous question. I don't know that I'm the expert on stealth games, but... There's definitely some interesting observations to be had here because it is certainly rare that a game is advertised and kind of built around stealth mechanics, right? Many video games might have a stealth mechanic as part of their combat without it necessarily being the main mechanic or design concept. Or a lot of games will do it as like a fun side mission, right? Where you do something funky out of the norm for the game. Oh, you have to be stealthy this time. Ooh. But yeah, by and large, I think when we talk about modern games coming out, it's pretty rare that we hear, hey, it's a stealth game, right? And that's in spite of the fact that there have been a lot of successful stealth games. The Metal Gear Solid franchise, Thief, Dishonored, Mark of the Ninja, Splinter Cell, Hitman, Shadow Tactics. All of these games have been received well and have sold quite a bit. So why don't we see more of it? And to be honest, I think the answer really does lie in the fact that it is something that is very specific. I mean, if we look at a, a traditional AAA publisher and they say, hey, we can make a stealth game, or we can make yet another generic action-adventure game that is extremely easy to market, outside of people who only have an interest in stealth, and we'll probably sell a lot more copies based on that marketing. I think it would also be fair to say that certainly there's a lot of people who like stealth games, but there is an equal amount of people, if not more, who dislike stealth games. I think that the stealth levels of video games can sometimes have a bad reputation, because if it is not done well, then it ends up being a very bad experience. If it becomes very frustrating every time you fail in a stealth mission, if the developer only gives you one single way to do something and they want you to perfect it, sometimes that doesn't go over well. Right? Like, I think there's just a, a general understanding that there's a group of people, when they see stealth game, they're gonna pass. And that is less common the more broad that you make your promise. Now, of course, we have to recognize not every single game has a broad promise. There are an extreme number of niches in the gaming world that do extraordinarily well. I mean, there are people that are hardcore into the simulator genre. Euro Truck Simulator, Farming Simulator, Racing Simulators. All of those are their own niches. And there's many different successful games in those niches. And there is a core audience that is going to seek it out. But can we say that there is a stealth gaming audience where the only thing that they do is play stealth games? Right? Because that's really, I think, what defines a niche is the fact that you can live in that niche exclusively. And you'll find an audience there who might not even call themselves gamers. They would just call themselves racing simulator fans or whatever. And you can't really say the same for stealth games, I don't think. You might find some discords or some reddits, but... It's not nearly to the same size, in my opinion. So in the end, yeah, if you're a fan of stealth games, you're going to have to revisit probably many of your favorites if you've played a lot of them. 
On a personal note, I would say I am a fan of stealth in general. I really loved Dishonored. I really, really, really love the Hitman trilogy. But that is because those games are done extremely well. And it takes a lot of skill to do it as well as they did. And hey, if you're a PC gamer, the other thing I would encourage you to do is just check out indie stealth games. These are games that might not have a tremendous budget, but if you go to itch.io or the 15th page of Steam or anything like that, and you just search stealth, you might find some hidden gems in there. Because that is what indie gaming is all about. Taking niche concepts like this and experimenting with these fun game mechanics. Okay, thank you very much for the question. That was a really fun one. And hey folks, if you want to ask a question of your own, head over to thegamingobserver.com slash feedback. And anything that I run out of time for this week, I'm just going to do them on like weekend shows in the future when the new shows return, okay? Have a great day. I'll be back tomorrow. And until then, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Hey, I loved this question. I think um, this is what I love about the Q&A is I never really would have thought to talk about stealth gaming on my own. And so anybody who can bring in these topics that I wouldn't have really considered before is, is a plus for me. So yeah, feel free to keep them coming. Like I said, anything that doesn't fit in this week, I'll just put, the, put them on weekend shows in the future. So it shouldn't be a big deal. Maybe we can keep it going as like an ongoing thing for TGO. I don't know. I don't know if there's enough people with enough questions for that, but might be worth trying. Not much is new in my personal life, I would say. Still hunting for places to live when we uh, move out. Oh, I guess the big exciting thing is the fact that Shelby is going to be applying for a job soon. So she saw this job posting uh, uh, appear, which was really, really well suited for her uh, because she has been working in a bookstore for many, many years now. First in Toronto when we were there for school and then now in our hometown. And it's pretty rare that you're like gonna get anything valuable out of working in a bookstore versus any other retail job. You know, I think most employers will just see, oh, you worked in a bookstore. It's the same as working in a grocery store. Uh, but she found this job, which is in the publishing industry, which is like, hey, we actually want you to have book selling experience. We want you to know how this industry works. And, you know, with what she does at her job, she really knows how that industry works. It's, it's very specialized knowledge. So we're going to be applying for that soon. Uh, we have no idea if she's going to get it. We don't know how coveted this role is, but it's a remote job. Uh, it's full time, which is definitely going to change the, the plans that we had for traveling. Because uh, as it stands, it's like, you know, I work part-time at my job, and then I do this show, and then she wasn't even going to work. She was just going to do some volunteering, work on some personal projects for a couple of years, basically. It was going to be very easygoing, our traveling. But now, you know, if there's this possibility of getting a full-time job, it would be very interesting. I, it would be good for our fin finances, no doubt about that. And who knows if ultimately this is what we want to do, but it's worth applying for. So anyway, Shelby and I, every time one of us applies for a job, which is mostly just her, because I've I've had only a few jobs over the course of my life. Um, we, we put our heads together and work really, really hard on the resume and the cover letter. We make them super, super specific every time. We spend like four to five hours on a resume and cover letter every time we apply to something. And it seems to work out so far. You know, people really notice the fact that we're not just throwing them uh, a resume that we've used elsewhere. Honestly, we don't even like, like, we do refer to old resumes sometimes if we think we can reuse something, but it's almost always starting from scratch. So anyway, yeah, we started it last night and then it got really late and we were like, man, too tired for this right now. So thankfully, like they gave a pretty clear like deadline. They were like, we're not even going to look at this until early next year. So we took a break. We're going to finish it up today. And over the next couple of days, actually, we're going to be house sitting for her dad 
because they're going away somewhere. I don't actually know where, now that I think about it. But yeah, we gotta look after their dog. So, that'll be fun. I'm, I'm gonna be able to test my remote working setup, you know? I'm gonna bring my laptop. I'm gonna bring a, a second microphone that isn't my main microphone here for the show. We'll see how it goes. And then other than that, I've just been kind of wistfully reading the uh, speedrun.com leaderboards, trying to find another game that I might want to move to now that I've gotten a sub-30 on Super Mario 64. I know that uh, a listener actually called in asking about the speedrunning, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about that on the main show this week, but I'm about ready to move on to another game, and I've started going deep into the backlog of like, oh, what could I possibly play here? And every time, like, I'm, I'm still running into that issue where I look at the game and I go, man, this just looks complicated. Like, th this is just tough. These games are not nearly as beginner-friendly as something like Mario 64, which has all of these tutorials, and there's beginner strats and advanced strats and all this stuff, and some of these games, it's just like, everybody is doing the advanced strats all the time, because it's very small, and there's just a few people who know what they're doing, so. Or, or it's like a very old game that nobody has touched in a really long time. <laughs> I don't know. I have to choose one at some point, and I, I, I really want to, so. Yeah, it's that, and it's playing Super, uh, pardon me, Guardians of the Galaxy. I won't be able to play for a few days, but I'm looking forward to it. Anyway, that's me. That's what I'm doing, you know? Hope you're well, and talk soon. <laughs>